welcome to the Take Your Apprenticeship podcast. The Take Your Place team is made up of five universities and nine further education colleges from across the east of England. We are an impartial project dedicated to giving you the information you need, regardless of where you are applying to study. Since 2017, we have worked with over 30,000 students from 100 different schools, colleges and sixth forms, helping them to explore their options and discover their potential. Now we hope to help you too. In this podcast series, we will explore all aspects of finding, applying for and succeeding in an apprenticeship. Through talking to experts and current apprentices from a variety of industries, we will help you explore your future apprenticeship options. In this episode, I spoke to Samantha and Rachel from NCTG, or the Norfolk Construction Training Group, about apprenticeships in construction. We discussed what support NCTG provide for local companies and apprentices, as well as doing some myth-busting on what working in construction is really like. As with all our conversations in this series, our interviews are recorded remotely, so you might hear some background office and working from home noises. Don't forget to check out the Take Your Place resource website at takeyourplace.ac.uk slash resources for more university and apprenticeship information. I'm joined today by Samantha and Rachel from the Norfolk Construction Training Group. Thank you both for joining us to talk about careers in the construction industry. Could you start by telling us a little bit about your roles and what your company does? Hi, I'm Samantha and I'm the Group Training Officer here at the Norfolk Construction Training Group. I've been working in the role here for over 12 years and manage our day-to-day functions. This includes ensuring we proactively work towards our targets and continue to offer our members what they need when they need it. With me today is my colleague Rachel Hustler, who looks after the administration, force coordination, website and social media presence and generally looks after things when I'm not here. Our organisation is funded predominantly by CITB, the Construction Industry Training Board, although we are a membership group and our members support us by paying an annual membership fee, which helps us financially. Our main purpose is to support local employers working in the industry by assisting them with managing their training requirements for the workforce. This helps them keep their people trained and safe whilst benefiting employers with securing work. In addition to this, we encourage our members to consider recruiting apprentices. We have a good understanding of the process, we have strong links with local course providers, and knowledge of funding which may be available to support them financially to do this. We guide them through the system, can assist with sourcing suitable candidates, and are often the link between employers, young people and colleges. Our aim, really, is to stimulate interest and encourage fresh new talent into the industry. The construction and engineering industries are huge and really varied. Could you give us some examples of typical jobs that people can do? Yeah, I'm Rachel, and there are a wide range of careers available in the construction industry. The more popular or well-known jobs would be the traditional construction trades, such as brickwork and carpentry. These are great if you're a practical person. Within these trades, there is a lot of variation on the types of jobs you can do and where you can work. Brickwork, for example, isn't just bricklaying on a construction site. You could specialise in stonemasonry and restore stonework on heritage buildings. Learning a skilled trade is a great way into construction as these skills are valued within the industry, with many experienced tradespeople working for themselves. Jobs in construction that are not so well known tend to be the higher level roles. For example, a quantity surveyor who is responsible for the contractual and financial side of a construction project. Or an estimator, also known as a cost engineer, they are responsible for calculating how much a project will cost. 
Their role involves working with suppliers and subcontractors to draw bids for potential work and then overseeing the project to keep the costs in line with the budget. These roles require strong numeracy and organisation, which aren't perhaps skills that first come to mind when someone thinks of a job in construction. A good place to start is the personality quiz on the Go Construct website. You answer questions about your likes and dislikes, strengths and weaknesses, and it will match you with careers in the construction industry that suit your answers and personality. The beauty of the apprenticeship route is that you can start at a level two or three job at a company and work your way up. In some cases, you can even work up to a level six or seven qualification, which is degree level. Can you give us some examples of some of those higher level jobs that people may not think of immediately when they think of a job in construction? Indeed. Often an apprentice can work their way up through the ranks of the business, changing their occupation along the way. Higher level and degree level apprenticeships are widely available in construction for a range of subjects. As with the trades, these roles are suitable for both male and female candidates and require a wide variety of skills, strengths and abilities. It's always good to remember, whatever you are good at, there's a career in construction for you. For example, whether you have a creative flair, are good with numbers, perhaps you're a great people person or maybe you have another strength. Whatever it is, there will be a career in the construction that is right for you. An industry that provides longevity and excellent opportunities for career progression. A job for life. Usually you will have one day a week or blocks of weeks at your chosen place of learning. For example, a construction site supervisor would involve supervising workers and subcontractors, helping project managers to plan work, managing orders and deliveries of materials, and organising staff work schedules. You could work at a client's base, on-site or at their office, or from your own office, so the work is varied. Your working environment may be outdoors, so you would need to be prepared to work outside in all types of weather. Entry requirements will be a matter for individual employers to identify. However, typically an apprentice at this level might be expected to have achieved five GCSEs including maths and English, grade C or above, or level 4 or 5 under the new grading system. Some employers will accept other relevant qualifications and experience, including a relevant level 2 qualification. Individual colleges will have their own entry requirements, so you would need to identify the college and clarify this. Also understand fully what the employer you are going to be placed with or apply to is looking for, and go from there. A starting salary for a construction site supervisor would be in the region of twenty to £30,000 a year. What next? With experience, you could specialise in health and safety, contract management or move into general construction management. If you chose the construction site manager role, this would involve tasks such as checking plans with architects, surveyors and engineers, monitoring the building progress and the costs, checking quality, maintaining and promoting health and safety. Again, this role can mean working on site at clients' premises or from your own office, so you would need to be outside in all weather. Generally speaking, you'd need four or five GCSEs at grade C or above, or level four slash five under the new system, in addition to A-levels or another relevant qualification. You'd need to research what individual college requirements are and identify an employer for your placement who may also have specific requirements for the job. Starting salary for construction manager would be approximately Twenty-five to £35,000 a year. Another career you could consider would be architecture. This role may suit you if you have skills that include analytical thinking and a creative flair. As an architect, you'll be responsible for creating designs for new buildings and projects. Duties may include using specialist tools and understanding the requirements of the business or client. An architect's responsibilities would also include tasks such as liaising with clients to understand their needs, considering budget, safety and community requirements for a project, 
creating new building designs, advising on the restoration and conservation of existing buildings, ensuring building regs, planning laws and environmental considerations are met. You would need four or five GCSEs at grade C or above, or level four slash five under the new system, in addition to A-levels or another relevant qualification, and of course, whatever skills the employer may have outlined for the job. So why do you think apprenticeships are such a good pathway into these careers? Apprenticeships are a great pathway because they give students a chance to put what they are learning in the classroom into practice on site. Gaining this hands-on experience is really key, especially students learning a trade as they can develop new skills through practice. An apprentice can be a more rounded way of learning because as well as learning from a tutor, you will be working alongside people that have years of experience doing what they do and they may be willing to show you a few tricks of the trade. An apprenticeship often appeals to students because it means they can get straight into the world of work and start earning money as they learn. They will also have the responsibility of a job with the long days and early starts. Another strong advantage of being an apprentice is it gives you the opportunity to build a relationship with your employer. This can give you a foot in the door once you finish your apprenticeship and your employer may choose to keep you on full time. If not, your on-site experience as well as your qualification will be desirable when looking for a new employer. So what types of strengths and skills would be ideal for someone choosing to go down this pathway? Candidates considering an apprenticeship need to be focused on the career they have chosen and have a real desire, understanding and interest in the work. An employer will have a preference for offering placements to candidates who have previously undertaken paid or unpaid work experience. This is a huge benefit to individuals to make sure they understand and actually like the work involved before they sign up for an apprenticeship. Candidates who show enthusiasm, initiative, a willingness to undertake anything that is asked of them and ask lots of questions will usually be chosen over those who do not. So whilst the Norfolk Construction Training Group doesn't offer apprenticeships, in what way can the organisation support apprentices and their learning outside of their college studies? At NCTG, we support companies with training to ensure their employees are safe and competently trained for their workplace. This will include their apprentices. This training can be anything from a basic health and safety awareness course, which they will have to complete to be allowed on a construction site, to safe use of the machinery and equipment they will encounter on site. Training is a very important part of the construction industry and something that is forever evolving and changing as new regulations and legislation is introduced. We help our members stay up to date with these changes so they can ensure their workforce is properly trained aware of the risks that can occur. For these next few questions I'd like you to cover some common misconceptions that people may have about jobs in construction. Our first statement is construction and engineering jobs are just for boys. Not at all. Over 320,000 women work in construction in the UK. 92% of all females within the industry work in professional careers such as architecture, civil engineering and quantity surveying. So there's lots of scope for women to really make their mark and work in a wide range of areas, work their way up the ladder and have great career prospects. Lots of jobs in the construction industry lend themselves very well to the way a female mind works. So all you ladies out there thinking about possible career avenues, why not give the construction industry options some thought? If you'd like to hear more about this topic, then I'd recommend our episode with Lucy from Morgan Sindel. She talks wonderfully about working in a historically male-dominated industry and her experiences as an apprentice. Next up is, if I work in construction, I'll be stuck outside on a cold building site all day. As we've already covered, there are a wide range of careers in construction, and not every role will involve working on a live construction site. There is a lot that has to happen before work can begin on site. 
Planning and design stage is a crucial part of a project and involves a lot of different jobs. A computer-aided design engineer, for example, uses software to produce 2D and 3D drawings for construction and manufacturing projects. They will work mainly in an office, liaising with architects and other engineers. Other roles that we have already mentioned are massively important at this stage. Estimators, civil engineers and construction managers will work together to ensure the project can go ahead and will be cost-effective. And finally, construction jobs are just for people who don't get good grades at school. Well, not true. There are lots of well-paid career opportunities for successful people who are educated to degree level in the construction industry, which we have talked about earlier. Larger employers often have recognised development graduate programmes to enable you to progress your career once you have gained your degree. The thing to remember is that the construction industry is keen to welcome all types of people with all kinds of skills and strengths, whether that be physical and practical or a more academic technical ability. Remember, as I said earlier, Whatever you're good at, there's a career in construction for you. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Before you go, do you have any final top tips for someone looking to apply for an apprenticeship? My top tip is to be proactive, especially when searching for an employer to take on your apprenticeship. Be sure to send out your CV, but also follow it up with a phone call and conversation. Employers might not offer you an apprenticeship straight away. However, asking for work experience is a great starting point and provides you with the chance to prove you are enthusiastic and hardworking. Impressing a potential employer this way is more likely to lead to them supporting you as an apprentice. My top tip would be around the interview. Ahead of your interview, do your research. Make sure you undertake some research of the role you are applying for. Have a full understanding of the requirements stipulated by the employer. Also, research the individual business specifically and make reference to this during the interview. Ask at least one strong question. Make it relevant and interesting, something which will engineer good conversation. Present yourself well. Make sure you are smart and clean. Clean shoes are a must. Wear a big smile, deliver a firm, confident handshake, and then try to relax and remain focused on what you've researched. Just do your best. The job has your name on it. Remember, be confident and believe in yourself. Just a quick reminder of some websites we have suggested you might like to take a look at. goconstruct.org.uk The personality quiz Rachel mentioned earlier is definitely worth doing. icanvia.org.uk and trackweb.co.uk T-R-A-C-W-E-B That website we haven't mentioned previously. However, Track offered a shared apprenticeship scheme which gives candidates the opportunity to work with several employers for the duration of their course. And of course, our website, nctg.org.uk. Take a look to find out more about what we do and take a peek at our careers page. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our future podcasts at soundcloud.com slash takeyourplace or on your favourite podcasting app. You can also find us on Instagram where we are at takeyourplace underscore he, on Twitter at takeyourplacehe and on Facebook at facebook.com slash takeyourplacehe. You can also email us with any questions, requests or just to let us know what you think on info at takeyourplace.ac.uk. 